A woman is busted trying to use her dog's urine to pass a drug test. And several cars were trapped overnight inside a 30-foot-tall monster tumbleweed pile. And a North Carolina town abandons the New Year's Eve possum drop after outcries. These are the weird stories for what day is it? Oh, it's after New Year's now. It's Thursday. These are Thursday's stories. This is the first Weird AF News episode of 2020, by the way. Uh, I'm happy to be here. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. If you're listening for the first time in 2020, where the hell have you been, man? We had 2019 that you could have been listening. Anyways, please give the last episode a listen. The best Weird AF News of 2019. You'll love it. This one is going to be great as well. The first one of 2020. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A woman has been accused of trying to use her dog's pee for a drug test. And we pick it up in 2020 with the ladies gone wild. The same theme we had in 2019. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to my best of Weird AF News episode of 2019. A lot of ladies doing crazy shit. And we're picking up right away. This is a lady from Kentucky. Pineville. Sounds like a lovely place to raise a family. Pineville. Everybody's on drugs, and they're doing a lot of drug testing in Pineville, apparently, and uh, figuring that she wouldn't pass her drug test. Julie Miller wished to swap her urine out for her dog's urine, but she got in trouble anyway, say the police. She got caught passing off the doggy pee-pee. The 40-year-old Kentucky woman was asked to take a drug drug screening as part of her supervision when it was discovered she snuck in a sample of urine to try and pass it off as her own. When asked by the police if the urine was hers, she reportedly replied it was her dog's pee. Oh, and when questioned whether she knew she would fail the test, she said yes. Wow, this woman Miller is just not answering the questions correctly. You're supposed to deny, deny, deny. It's not, no, it's my pee. (laughs) And of course I'll pass this test. Test it. Uh, Ma'am, we found that your, your... Your pee shows a diet of poop and grass. Very strange. (laughs) She reportedly said the test would show she had used methamphetamine and suboxone. Oh, man. She told everybody everything. She just spilled all the beans. Miller, what are you doing? Don't you watch TV? You're supposed to say, I will not answer any questions without my lawyer. Uh, I will not answer any questions without my dog present. Uh... She was arrested and charged with tampering with physical evidence. Ooh, that's some CSI crime right there, tampering with the physical evidence. Sometimes the physical evidence, by the way, is pee-pee and other bodily fluids. Yeah, bodily fluids are physical evidence all the time. Oh, boy, what do you do with these people in Kentucky? I just don't know. I mean, they're right up there with Floridians. Sorry, Floridians. Uh, But you might lose your throne in 2020 to Kentucky. We're starting off on the right foot here for Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, ooh, the race for degenerate state of the year begins early. <laughs> I got a pee, uh, a pee story that I'd like to share with you. One time I was in a bodega in uh, New York City, and a guy came up to me wearing a, a an ill-fitting suit. And he said, hey, man, uh, I was just wondering if you could, um, I, got a, I got a drug test here. I got a job interview, and I... Look, man, I know I'm going to fail the test, but I only smoke weed. I swear I only smoke weed, man. Will you help me out? Will you help me out? Will you pee in this cup for me? I swear to God this happened in a bodega. I said, uh, 
I said to the man, how much? And he said, only, you only have to pee up to this line here. And I go, no, how much are you going to pay me to give you my pee-pee, you silly man? You think I'm just giving out free pee so you can get a job? <laughs> I'm not that kind of good Samaritan. I'm usually in a good mood in a bodega, but I wasn't that day. I did not give the man my urine. Um, and besides, I, he wouldn't have passed the test with my urine anyway, so who we kidding? <laughs> Several cars were trapped overnight on New Year's inside Monster Tumbleweed. Yeah, did you know Monster Tumbleweeds were out there? They're huge batches of tumbleweeds. I had no idea because I don't live in places where there's tumbleweeds. <laughs> Because I want to live around humanity, for real. <laughs> and I'm not a cowboy. That's another reason why I don't live around the tumbleweeds. I'd imagine, like, when you're around the tumbleweed areas, there's going to be shootouts. And I don't want no part of that. I also don't want giant tumbleweeds covering up my car and blocking the highways, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently it is. Because a handful of travelers spent the waning hours of the new year trapped inside a massive pileup of tumbleweeds that shut down an entire highway in eastern Washington for 10 hours. A 10-hour shutdown because of tumbleweeds. It was State Route number 240. You guys know the one. The one that has all the weeds. <laughs> the one that goes through the middle of nowhere, obviously. A lot of toothless people out there. Uh, on Route 240, as I'm, I'm guessing, uh, living among the tumbles and the weeds, Route 240 was closed in both directions, and uh, the Washington Department of Transportation workers took 10 hours to clear the road using what appeared to be snow plows. Uh, imagine you got tumbleweeds so big that you got to use snow plows to clear the roads. This is wild tumbleweed activity. I got to tell you right now, this is like bizarro land. The media reportedly at least 10 cars were buried in the tumbleweeds New Year's Eve night. Oh, man, this is unbelievable. The road didn't reopen until 4.30 a.m. New Year's Day. These poor people, they think they're going to a party. Nope, they're going to hang out in the weeds. <laughs> you got to call your friends that night. Hey, I'm not going to make it tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I ran into some tumbleweeds, man. These tumbleweeds, they're monstrous, these tumbleweeds. I'm not going to make it to your party, Sam or Wendy, whatever your name is that has the party. A Washington State Patrol spokesperson posted on Twitter that tumbleweeds were piled 20 to 30 feet in some places. 30 feet of tumbleweeds? Who knew? I had no idea this could happen. This is worse than snow. Although I guess you could get, could you get like a giant leaf blower and just blow these tumbleweeds away? I don't understand the, why the pileup took 10 hours to move. It's just a bunch of tumbleweeds. Can somebody explain to me? I don't know. I didn't take a physics class. Well, I did, but I didn't pass. And anyways, even in physics class, you don't you don't cover the physics of tumbleweeds. That's not a thing. That's for like, that's what roadside assistance is for, I'd imagine. <laughs> Gunslingers study the uh, molecular structure of tumbleweeds. Am I right? Old Western movies. That's the only time I see tumbleweeds. Whenever I see a tumbleweed pass me on the highway sometime, like if I'm driving out to Las Vegas through the desert or something, I always go... And then I challenge the person in the passenger seat to a gunfight right there on the spot. <laughs> no, just me? Anybody else? No? Okay, well, listen, I hope you're all safe on New Year's. I hope you weren't trapped in the weeds or anything else. I hope you didn't get caught at a DUI checkpoint and now you're listening to my podcast in a prison cell. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, I'll break you out. I'll get my guns and I'll, I'll round up my, my posse 
and we'll come down there and break you out of jail like old school Western style. A North Carolina town abandons New Year's Eve possum drop after outcries. In this war on New Year's, the animals win, the possums win, because a North Carolina town has stopped its tradition of dropping a live possum at the stroke of midnight. This strange celebration born as a redneck response to the Big Apple's classic Times Square ball drop. That's how it was invented, apparently. Mayor James Reed of of Andrews, North Carolina, which is a tiny community of just 1,800 people, told the media that he was canning the event because he was sick of receiving protesting phone calls over the two-decade tradition. This is a quote from the mayor. It's done. They can stick a fork in it. That's my impression of Mayor Reed. I'd imagine he talks like that. He drops possums, you know, so this is how he talks, clearly. The New Year's Eve marsupial drop began in, in the 1990s and attracted hundreds of viewers each year who gathered to see a live possum lowered in a clear plastic box at midnight. So they don't really drop the thing. They just lower it into a box, and people are still up in arms about it. Animal rights groups said the practice of putting a shy nocturnal animal in a brightly lit box surrounded by fireworks and large crowds was cruel. It's not, I mean, where are the fireworks? They're really surrounding the box? I don't think so. There's people standing there. I highly doubt they're lighting off fireworks right near the possum's face. It's just animal rights groups are so bored. they got to find something to complain about. Millie, the possum used in last year's drop. Oh, her name's Millie. Look at, they named them. They probably take good care of them. Millie developed an infection. Oh, she developed an infection. Well, did they get the doctor on her case? She got an infection on her leg after it was caught in a trap and she had to have it amputated. Oh, goodness. Maybe they saved Millie. And they want to they want to put her in the box this year. They're probably taking good care of Millie. The drop was originally held in neighboring Brasstown, but was moved to Andrews last year when the festival founder retired. That's information we don't need. Reed said, he's the mayor now, just stick with me. He wanted to keep the tradition of putting the possum in the box, but on Monday he declared that the, the times are a-changing. Our plan is to have an awesome party and not have any live animals involved whatsoever. Oh, Mr. Reed, you gave in to the to the demands of these stupid animal activists. I wish you didn't. Uh, the town of Tallapoosa in Georgia also has an annual New Year's Eve possum drop, but says, no worry, their possum is stuffed. What is it? A, it's a taxidermied possum? Oh, that'll make animal activists equally angry. Well, what is with this possum dropping? I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not into it. It's pretty stupid, but... I don't want to keep the people from doing it. If it brings them joy, then no one's being harmed and the possum's not being harmed. You're putting it in a box. How is it harmed? Get over yourself, animal rights groups. You're always adopting the feelings of animals that you don't even know. Republican lawmakers have repeatedly tried to make outrage over the North Carolina tradition a political argument and pass legislation, including the, the Possum Right to Work Act in 2013. The Possum Right to Work Act? This is what you're doing? In North Carolina, you lawmakers on the hill and you're behind your big oak desks getting paid six figures to make laws for possums? Idiots. Ah, oh, politicians, so dumb. What a waste of resources, waste of money. Unbelievable. Tax-paying citizens in North Carolina, do you have any idea what your lawmakers are doing with their time? Passing the Possum Right to Work Act. Meanwhile, how many human beings aren't working in your state? <laughs> 
Get busy, lawmakers, politicians. Help the people before you help the possums. So dumb. Well, in this instance, they're not really helping the possums. They're, they're helping the people keep the possum thing going. But it's still a waste of time and resources if you're a taxpaying citizen in North Carolina. Sorry, I'm going crazy on my soapbox right now. People in the mountains get tired of people in the city telling them what they can do and what they can't do, said Senator Jim Davis. It's a very innocuous event. I don't understand the big to-do over it. I agree, Mr. Davis. But I, I listen, and I know that you, you, we get this, right? People in the suburbs or whatever. They think that these are coming from the people in the city, you know? The people in the city telling us what to do. I'm telling you, bro, I live in the city, okay? My friends live in the city, and we're not like this, okay? It's the animal activists and people like that. There's a very small niche people, and they're not in the city only. They're everywhere, Jim Davis. So don't be blaming it on the city folks, okay? We're reasonable people. I got no problem with you putting a possum in a box, okay? If it brings great joy to the kids on New Year's and keeps... People from, you know, getting wasted instead. It sounds like a nice family event. Rather than going to the bar and getting bombed, why don't you watch the possum get put in a box, okay? It's a safe thing to do on New Year's. I'm, I'm pro-safe activities for New Year's. I mean, I'm also pro-drug taking, of course, and I did so. But um, <laughs> I'm also pro-safe, like he said, innocuous event. I mean, there's no need to be up in arms about this. Do you disagree? Do you agree? Is this the first thing you want to throw stones at me over in 2020? Weirdos, call the show. I want to hear from you. 646-450-2012. Won't an animal rights activist please call the show one time? Please, I would just love to hear from you. Yay! I appreciate y'all listening to the first episode of 2020. Weird AF News is here, baby. Hope you had a safe New Year's. That's right. A good time. I hope you kissed somebody at midnight. Would you, I hope you would with you, you, your loved ones and you didn't you didn't you didn't get a drunk driving on the way home. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what this character is. I'm doing. <laughs> Let me ditch that because it's stupid. Seriously, happy New Year! I appreciate you. Um, if you haven't listened to the best of Weird AF News 2019, please go back and do so. It's the previous episode before this one. Uh, as always, you can reach the show, funnyjones at gmail.com. That's my email. And on Instagram, I'm at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. The phone number is 646-450-2012. Call the show. Appreciate that. Send me some Florida Friday episodes, guys. It doesn't stop. Florida's coming up. The first Florida Friday episode of 2020 is uh, is going to be a good one, I think. Um, I'm really pumped for it. So, yeah, send over whatever you got. Um, yeah, we're not stopping for 2020, baby. We're rolling right through. Jonesy's here for you. That's right. And I'm and I know you're here for me. And I know you want to join my Patreon because you really are here for me and you want to support the show. So check it out. Patreon.com slash weird AF news. You get bonus episodes, you get videos, you get to vote on shit. You get to have chats with the other patrons. It's a little it's like a private club kind of thing. Weird AF News Weirdo Club. So yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash weird AF news. Oh yes. We'll see you tomorrow on Florida Fridays. Thank you. I appreciate you.